Welcome to the Sages Among Us. What makes a community great? Most importantly, it's the people who live and work there and are engaged in community life. The Sages Among Us focuses on those people, what they do and why they do it, and celebrates the leadership, time, and energy they bring to making a positive difference for all of us. I'm Lori Burkhart Frank, and I'm pleased to introduce you to my guest tonight, Sue Hook. Sue is a fifth-generation Nevada County resident with family ties that go back to the late 1870s. She lives and works on the family ranch in Penn Valley. She's the vice chair for the Nevada County Board of Supervisors and represents District 4. She's been an active member and leader in the Nevada County Farm Bureau, Nevada County Agriculture Advisory Commission, Nevada County Resource Conservation District, Penn Valley Area Municipal Council, and so much more. Sue, welcome to the Sages Among Us. Oh, Lori, thanks for having me on tonight. I'm looking forward to it. Well, Sue, as a fifth-generation Nevada County resident, you grew up here, um, and I know you've got a lot of stories. What are some of your early memories of growing up in Nevada County when you were a kid? Well, probably one of my favorite ones is going to the movies for 10 cents. (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) <laughs> oh, I tell you, you know, I, I love this area, and I, having grown up with a father that um, logged and a grandmother and family that ranched, what what could a little kid want more than to be outside and outdoors? So um, I think probably my favorite, I can tell you a million stories about my grandma um, spending time with her down here on the ranch, and those are probably some of my favorite memories, like getting jerked out of the night pulled the flashlight so she could kill the raccoon that was trying to drown her dog or, you know, just the little things or riding out across the fields when the grass is tall and blowing and listening and watching the baby calves be born. I mean, I could just go on and on. Growing up here was um, a wonderful, wonderful experience for sure. It's just amazing to to think that your family has been here for so long. Um, Could you tell us a little bit about your family and, and which... I can't even think back. Is it a great-great-grandparent that was here, or how, how many yeah, generations? Yeah, isn't that crazy? So um, it's interesting. So my great-great-grandfather, Thomas Jefferson Robinson, he came in here in the late 1800s, I think like 1865, I believe, when he ended up here and bought a mining claim in Nevada City, actually, and um soon decided that wasn't what he had planned because he came from a farming background but uh so yeah since then it's been uh it's been an ongoing family project to ranch and live in this community so um i'm fifth generation but now i also have my grandchildren who are here so we have seven generations living on our farm here which is kind of it's it's exciting heritage means a lot to me and uh and what my family did growing up through the time. I don't know if you knew this. This is kind of interesting, but my great-great-grandfather was also a district supervisor. And, oh, um, I did not know that, Sue. That is so interesting. Yeah, it really is, and it's kind of fun because when I looked back and I, you know, I you check some of that stuff out, and his district almost encompassed what mine does now. So um, kind of interesting. And then we skip a generation with my grandfather, Guy Vanna, my great-grandfather, and of course, you know, they had a lot to do with um, the start of NID, and he was actually the first board of director, one of the first board of directors on the NID when they first got started up. So that's kind of cool. I mean, they've always just been very engaged in the community. 
Um, and then my grandfather, Guy Nile, who grew up here on the homestead, too, place, he was actually a board of supervisor as well. So, so you're the third supervisor in the family. On yeah, the isn't that crazy? We skipped generations. Wow. So your grandkids right now are the ones that are going to be out there uh, leading our community in the future. Yeah, can you? I, and I hope, and I want to. I want to believe that um, we're instilling those kinds of responsibilities to our kids and the love of this community. Because um, I could tell you, being a supervisor was not on my bucket list, and it truly wasn't. You know, I'm a farmer. I'm a rancher. I love Farm Bureau. I was involved at Farm Bureau at the county and at the state level. But um, you know, when somebody came and approached me, that I was like, well. Why not me? I love this place. This is where I grew up. I want my grandkids to grow up here. And um, I, we just, I think it's part of who I am. I didn't know that until I got asked to participate in this direction. <laughs> and I do love my job. Well, uh, it's, and it's just so amazing to think that there's just so much in your DNA that um, was just unfolding, kind of uh, as if it was just meant to be. Well, yeah. I was going to ask you about some of your role models growing up. I know. So, you know, I know always your parents are your role model, I think, at some point. But um, my grandmother was my hero. My grandma, Olive, she was like, uh, she could do everything in my eyes. You know, she could round up cattle. She could cook. She did the laundry. She taught us how to can. She could shoot a bear. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she just was incredible. I um, She's one of the hardest women working women I always growing up I wanted to be just like her and I I think that was um one of the keys to wanting to follow those footsteps and stay in ranching you know we have this beautiful place here that um they work so hard for and um we've been able to maintain it and keep it going over all this hundred and gosh we're getting on 130 40 years now you know so I um my family, I think family role models are good. And then I'm going to get a shout-out to one of my teachers. Yes, so please do. In high school, um, Bob Pash was my ag teacher. And uh, he was um, he was incredible. And, you know, he's the one that said, you know, Susan, there's nothing in this world a woman can't do. Wow, that's have- so wonderful, yeah, you know, he- because I, we're probably similar in age. And, and you didn't always get that kind of encouragement as a woman growing up. No, you know, and so, like, I was the first female ag pre- FFA president in Nevada County. And that that was one of the things he just said. He goes, there, the sky is the limit. And um, I always attributed that in part of my success as far as, you know, we was in part of pre- parliamentary procedure team and public speaking. And I went all through the FFA program. I got my American Farmer degree. And through the help of people that um, – loved agriculture and loved this community. So, yeah, I I think I've been very fortunate over my time, very fortunate. Absolutely. And you're listening to The Sages Among Us on KVMR. I'm Lori Burkhart-Frank, and I'm talking to Sue Hook, Vice Chair for Nevada County Supervisors from District 4. Um, Sue, what are some of your early jobs? Were they all on the ranch, or, or what, where did, what did you do as, as, a, as a kid growing up in terms of early jobs? So that's good. I mean, from a from a very young age, of course, the we all made money in the summer hauling hay, 
And that was interesting because now it's, like, difficult to find kids that want to work and do that kind of manual labor. It's different, you know, because we have different technologies. Kids have, do different things. But I can remember there was four of us, and we got paid a quarter a bale, and we had to split that. <laughs> <laughs> and I can tell you that was some hard work. But fun. We, I could look. I could look back on that and laugh. How many times we knocked somebody off a trailer, or, and if you tipped or lost a part of a load, it cost you. You know, there was there was a lot of fun in times. And then, I mean, I did other things even. And you know, out of high school, I actually worked at a convalescent hospital, and that was very rewarding. Um, I was a nurse's aide, and um, I learned I learned so much there. I uh, about compassion and about um, dealing with older folks as they go through changes in their life and um that was that was big and then i would tell you one of my funnest jobs i had was working at brewers menswear (laughs) i I think that was before i moved here oh yeah that was that was my kids were little at the time and dave brewer had a job opening and i worked with some incredible people over there and which most of them all still live around here right now and um, and it's kind of fun to see his daughters come back and just open a store on Mill Street um, called Jay Brewers. And so it's kind of fun to see that come full circle. That is that is amazing. That really is. And and you've said that, that um, your family, there are a few families here that have lived here many generations, but I think it's probably fairly rare that a family has been able to stay on the same property, or, or is there a group? of people that I, I'm not aware of that are well, able to do what you and your family have done. Yeah, that's a that's a good, I mean, there are a few families left here that have been here over 100 years. There's some tail ends of the Arbogast family, the Sanfords, um, the Browns. So there are a few that still live here. I, I'd say the biggest challenge in life, of course, is um, things change when it comes down to regulations and fees and taxes inheritance tax consumes some places so yeah i got to give all my family a lot of credit for having good planning and managing the way they have so that we could hang on to this place um i don't know if you know but so we just actually finished putting this into a conservation easement so that it can't be developed and uh, my dad that was his dream and um, I feel so proud that um, I could help him fulfill that. So um, this piece of property will always stay a ranch. And uh, I know I lost him in, oh, boy, it's been a year. Yeah, I'm so sorry about that. He was such an amazing person in this community. Yeah, so that was the beginning of COVID, though. So, you know, we had... um, we didn't inter- actually have a service, but one of these days we're going to celebrate this because, like I said, this was his dream, and uh, and I get to live it. So how much, you know, it's a lot of work. Working on a ranch is a lot of work between irrigating and brush clearing and um, watching the cows. It's calving season today. I just had my first spring calf hit the ground today, and there's nothing more vitalizing than seeing those baby calves get up and nurse their moms for the first minute, you know. So uh, those are all things I feel are gifts that, uh, you know, they're, they're, that's a blessing in my life. I get to do this. Well, thank you for being with us here tonight because I can appreciate wanting to be out there watching that beautiful little calf. Uh, so since you 
You've been here. Lori and Sue, this is Keith in the studio. I did have a caller who asked if Sue would be willing to explain the. She said earlier someone encouraged her to run for the Board of Supervisors, and the caller is very curious about who that person is, about that story. Okay, well, let's see if Supervisor Hook would like to answer that. Well, I actually had numerous people, but um, probably Hank Weston was my biggest cheerleader. Um, I I spent a lot of time with him complaining. <laughs> I'm going to call it that, or you know, driving him to look at issues that affected agriculture at the time. And um, so I would say probably he was my biggest driver, along with my husband and my brother, my uh, my brother Terry. He uh, they have, and you know, and then it came right down to my family, um, if they were willing to. Um, well, I'm going to say, let me. I mean, it's a it's a big responsibility, and it takes a lot of time away from the ranch, and yeah. it takes a lot of them to be able to step up to the plate. But um, I'm thankful every day I did it. I mean, some days you want to pull your hair out, but um, I actually truly like my job. I have learned so much here. And, you know, being in a small town growing up, it's hard to see change sometimes. But the one thing about this is it, I don't know, I, I, I look at this now as not different, but more broadly. I, I've gotten to be involved in different areas of the county that I probably wouldn't have been. Um, the Ridge, for example, and um, just the wonderful people that I've gotten to meet so far. It's challenging. We're in a challenging time right now, but... Um, I will never regret the fact when Hank said, Susan, you need to step up to the plate. <laughs> so, so I say thank you, Hank Weston. Well, hopefully our caller um, can appreciate your answer. Uh, I was going to ask you about some of the biggest changes you've witnessed since you grew up here. So as a kid, um, it's hard to believe there were actually 10-cent movies, um, that would be one big change. But what other kinds of changes have you noticed living here your life, your whole life? Well, I mean, that's huge development. If you're going to even look at anything, how we've changed. Hello, we put in the, you know, the 20 bypass or what do we call it, the the highway that comes through Pin Valley. We've got stoplights. Um, so I've seen about every change that we've had here. We have a big motel in town. Um our businesses are growing and very uh, well. I think one thing that never has changed here is the artsiness in this community. Um, and I think that's always been incredible, and um, the talent that's here. I, I've never met so many more talented people that live in one community my whole life. Between, yeah, it's amazing to me. Just amazing. Um, I mean, development. I think that's been the hardest thing for me in the beginning was. Um, how we weren't protecting our agricultural land. Um, this is these are places that are we'll never see again in our life. And I've watched water issues is probably another thing that I've noticed over time. You know, we all take water for granted, but it, it's a precious commodity. And let's see. And the seasons. The seasons have changed. <laughs> since they have. I was so tell kid. us how they've changed. Well, I remember having the snow go over the top of my fence as a kid. So I actually lived in Grass Valley when I was growing up, up on Catherine Lane. And um, 
um, I just remember the snow. The snow would be to your hips sometimes. You did, we just had big, bigger amounts of snow in the time, and um, that's been interesting. Watching our little hospital grow to what it is today, where the emergency room is, is a giant hill, and we used to get cardboard, and we would climb up that hill and slide down it in the summer, and then slide down in the snow in the winter. And um, so I watched all that grow, and. Um, Oh, well, there I, definitely next time I'm up at the hospital, I am going to be thinking about that because it's hard to imagine um, what it was like before the hospital was the size it is and uh, parking lots were there, and you just really can't do that these days. No, no, you can't. Actually, now this, it is more go, you would slide into the doctor's offices down there. But we were, we were talking about that as growing up. I lived on Catherine Lane, like I said, and, you know, you could hike over the hill to uh, – there was an NID ditch that ran along the highway there, and uh, then you would drop over into another ranch right below there. The um, Cannons had a farm down there, and uh, oh, and my dad would put me on his shoulders and hike me to A and W. That was always a fun one because it was just over the hill, you know, where Big A's is. Yes. So, yeah, that was A and W, and there was nothing better. To, he always loved going down there having a root beer float. <laughs> I do. Uh, root beer floats were the best at A and W. Absolute best. Yeah. So, um, yeah, a lot of change. I, I, I think that um, change can be good. I'm learning that. I think it has to be um, planned and it has to be thought out. And um, I think that's one of the things I love about our county is I think we're always looking at ways to pivot. You know, we got so many things with government, state, federal regulations, and we have to stay in those guidelines, but yet we can still get things done. So I'm excited about what we see, and we have some great housing projects going on right now that I'm really looking forward to them uh, finishing. I have a great one going on here in Pym Valley at the Golden Oaks, and I'm really excited. It's going to be some senior housing, and it's coming along great. And then there's some other projects going along in town. So, um, and I don't know if you know, but my library down in Pym Valley just opened, our new library. Which That's I'm exciting. Very I did about. hear about that. I haven't seen it, but that that is exciting. It is, and hopefully once we get to have people in person, but um, I, I would say anybody want to come by and take a peek in the window or because you can still check out a book, and the, the folks, they have just did a fabulous job down there. Well, you're listening to The Sages Among Us on KVMR. I'm Lori Burkhart-Frank, and I'm talking today to Sue Hook, Vice Chair for Nevada County Board of Supervisors, District 4. So, Sue, we are going to talk a little bit more about your your big job the, the, as supervisor, but I wanted to talk about some of the organizations you've been involved in in the past, and if you could tell us a little bit about these organizations and what they do. Uh, one of them that I believe you were president of for two terms is Nevada County Farm Bureau. I was, and I love Farm Bureau. Of course, you know, we're an advocacy group is what we really do. We advocate for agriculture, property rights, water rights, and um, I worked on that both at the state and the local level, and um, it's been a great, it's a great group of people because we're all in it together for um, protecting agriculture. You know, what can we do to, um, well, you know, you gotta, you always got to fight regulation a little bit at some point, you know what I mean? That's just part of life. Um, I find that people in agriculture tend to be the best stewards of the land, but they don't get the credit for it. Mm -hmm. And so 
Farm, Farm Bureau helps you walk through those ways, and um, they are um, advocates at the um, at the state and the federal level. And uh, I'm very proud of the work that Nevada County Farm Bureau has done here in our county, uh, along with other advocates like um, Sierra Harvest and um, the folks that are really helping people come back into what farming is. And, you know, the interesting thing is you can do it different ways. And there's not, I mean, there's, don't get me wrong, there can be bad apples in a bunch, but in general, this community is pretty amazing as far as organic goes and conventional farming. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what Farm Bureau, um, we are big parts of the Nevada County Agriculture Advisory Commission, and and that kind of rolls right into... Another- area that you served on was the Nevada County Agricultural Advisory Commission. Correct. And that's our local advocacy in a way. And, you know, our job is to come together, look at what's going on with agriculture issues in the community that are going to affect us at the county level. And then we have the ability to make recommendations. I mean, we're not a voting, uh, you know, we can't change ordinances or do that but we can make recommendations to our supervisor and that's been beneficial we have done some great things we got the um i can tell you the infamous chicken ordinance finally got passed there's a lot of work to doing these things because you know you don't want to ever do hasty decisions mm-hmm. when you make hasty decisions in making ordinance or any types of laws it usually comes back to bite you because you haven't thought about what it's going to be a year down the road so I've always really appreciated that about Farm Bureau, about our Agriculture Advisory Commission, you know, the Resource Conservation District. Again, what's that about? It's about keeping our community healthy and strong, especially in the forest and the farming areas. And we have a very active Resource Conservation District. I loved being a part of that group and some of the innovative things we did. If you ever go out through Condon Park, mm-hmm. uh, we did a great job in collaboration with the city and um we got the signage in there it's so it's exciting to see stuff that we've done we've done some things with the schools and um so those all kind of hold a special every one of those organizations hold a special uh, place in my heart because we've done some really tremendous things there well and before you became supervisor you were also on the penn valley area municipal advisory council what is that so I love this. This was uh, this was a uh, Hank Weston started this, and um, and he asked me to sit on that council, and um, I did. I applied for it, and it's been great because we helped with developing the area plan, and mm-hmm. we just finished that and completed that for Pim Valley, which is very exciting because that's that's what it's gonna. Those are the things we're gonna look at and how we're gonna move forward in the next twenty thirty years, and so that. And I think really when this got started was a long time ago when the housing element came about. And people wanted to be involved and have be able to give some recommendations. And it has done nothing but grow and get better. It's just an opportunity for the people in Pin Valley, Rough and Ready, um, Bitney Springs area, Lake Wildwood, um, to come and put their heads together because that, that's how we need to be able to give recommendations about what we want our community to look like as we go forward. So we see land use items. We see, um, yeah, mostly that's a big thing of it, land use items. But right now we're working on, we have a subgroup for um, broadband 
You know, we all mm-hmm. know broadband is something that we all would like to see through all of rural Nevada County, and it's, you know, we're, everyone struggles with that. We've noticed that through COVID and, um, you know, having to have our kids at school. So um, lots of work being done in that area in a lot of areas. So, um, yeah, Pin Valley's fun. We just um, put a new chairman in, and we're really excited to have him on. Uh, and uh, anyway, I, I, well, can, and, go on and on. I can go on and on about this, but it's so fun. Well, I want to talk a little bit about your role as a supervisor. And you alluded to this a little bit earlier, but when you became supervisor for District 4, did it change your view of the community uh, before, differently from when you, before you were elected? Um, how did you see things differently? So that's good. I, I would say really and truly that I just have a broader view of the community because, you know, that's the nice thing about this job is it's a nonpartisan, okay? So your people are all your people. And so you really have to look at things on a broader view, um, you have to take all – you're never going to make everybody happy. I'm learning that very – I learned that quickly in the first year. But, you know, as you look at things, I, I – you know, I could probably be opinionated in the old days. Oh, I still am I'm opinionated if you ask my husband. <laughs> um, but I would say that it really gives you the point that you have to have an open mind. You have to look at things from all directions, and you have to look at what's really going to benefit your county as a whole. And, um, yeah, I think maybe I was really tunnel-focused just on agriculture before. If I would have said um, 10 years from now, oh, my gosh, we're going to put new housing in Pin Valley, I said, oh, no, we can't change that open space. But now I've learned that you have to do it, but you have to plan it. You have to you can't, you know, you don't do things just off the top of your head. There's a lot of planning that goes into it. And I would just like to say that's what I love about our county is they are innovative and they all have passion for what they do. I mean, there's are there things that always can be fixed inside of a county? Sure there are. But I've never worked with so many incredible people in my whole life. And I never knew all the ins and outs until I actually came on board. There's so much inside going on in the county that people have no idea, the work that goes on in there. And that leads me to my next question is, what do you wish that all of the members of our community knew about our county government? Well, seriously, the passion that's there for the people that are doing their work. And um, there's lots of things that tie your hands because, again, there's, there's state law, federal law, regulations that come down from that have to tie into that to your county. And um, I think that they should know, too, that they're ever-changing and trying to make things better. Just like this year, you're going to see a lot of changes probably in building and planning. We'll use that, for example, because they're always trying to be better than they were before. And, um, yeah, like I said, we have incredible staff. Um, And even through this serious, this last year was a tough year, it's amazing what we came up. Just look through fire safety, our EOS team, and sheriff's department. I can't say enough about them. How they pulled things together. You know, we came through the Jones fire. It was horrendous, okay, and heartbreaking. But if they hadn't had the protocol in place, it could have been way worse. And so, um, and I think people should know that our county is innovative. We win awards for thinking outside of. And I know everyone says don't say outside of the box. 
Okay, so with innovation, we'll use that word, innovation and creativity. Our small county, people are trying to mirror some of the things that we're doing because they are really working. And I think that says a lot about staff. So yeah, we have it a absolutely CEO. does. We have mm-hmm. a, such an amuse, amazing community, and we have just about uh, 30 seconds or so left. So what is something that you really value about our community that makes you want to continue to live here? Oh, to be here is to love it here. I I just can't tell you in the morning. And I just want to remind everybody, wake up in the morning, look outside, and just remember how blessed you truly are because this is a unique and wonderful place. Well, it certainly is. And thank you so much, Sue. Uh, My guest tonight has been Sue Hook, Vice Chair of Nevada County Board of Supervisors from District 4. Thanks for joining us, Sue. 